No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. This is the 10 o'clock hour of the MCR Morning Throwdown, and I am the one, the only, your humble host, John Corey, back from the DL a month early, to bring you the best sports talk from New York to Philadelphia and everywhere in between on mtrradio.com. Don't forget, you can download our app, search MTR Radio on Google Play for Android devices, or the iPhone App Store for all things Apple. Search MTR Radio and take all of our shows wherever you may be. Now, the last time you heard from me, things were a little different. I I had a co-host. Who's no longer here? Matter of fact, I had two co-hosts because I had a Monday and a Thursday show, and they're both gone. So Chris Soriano, who usually co-hosts with me on Thursdays, has gone on to bigger and better things. He's back hosting a morning radio show on a Staten Island station. I'm not going to give it a plug because it goes head-to-head with mine. But in all seriousness, I I wish Chris the best. You know, we hosted together on a very limited basis the past couple months. But it was always a fun time. And we got along real well. And I thought the show with him and I was great. But it's a damn shame that we couldn't build on what we had started because I really thought the show could have went somewhere. I really thought the show could have been one of the better shows on the station. As for Paul Questel, well, let's just say that Paul and I um, had some creative differences. I like real sports. He doesn't. (laughs) Seems pretty simple, right? But in all seriousness, Paul's doing great also. You know, Paul's very knowledgeable, but he likes the very obscure sports. 
where I'm into the more mainstream sports. And to put the two of us together, you know, it just didn't work out right. So I sit here with you. On a wonderful, as you wonder why the volume changes everything else, I'm actually heading down into the studio as we speak, you know, because that's how we do things around here, real professional. But as I head over to, to the booth, let me say this. It's a beautiful day in Northeast PA. The sun is shining. Some nice puffy white clouds in the sky. And the best host on this station is back in the driver's seat. I said it. That's right. Three years since the show started. Two years with MTR Radio. Coming up on my second anniversary with MTR Radio. I'm very happy to say, you know, I'm I'm the last of a dying breed. You know, a lot of the guys here have gone to bigger, better things, and I'm going in for neck surgery. Neither here or there. But I'm back off the DL. I wasn't supposed to be back till mid-August. Surgery went well. Recovery went well. I appreciate all the well wishes via email and on Twitter and on Facebook and all that. Greatly appreciate it all. But that being said, let's get the sports on this Thursday, July 17th, 2014, MTR Morning Throwdown, John Corey in the chair, in the captain's seat, back in the mix, and back to drive you crazy. Before I went on my little hiatus, we talked about crystal ball, we predicted some things. We'll get to that later in the show. I'll tell you my thoughts are where the Knicks are. My thoughts are where the Nets are. I mean, my God. I'm not going to tell you my thoughts on the Sixers because I could really give a damn. But I do want to start with the Mets and Yankees. And the Phillies a little bit. Uh, But the number to call in, 609-9100-MTR, 609-910-0687. If you want to get in a little battle with me, on my thoughts about these teams. For anybody that saw the preview of the show today, you're probably wondering why I said why Mets, Yanks, and Phillies fans are crazy. Well, it's pretty simple. You know, in the last month, I've heard a lot of talk about what the Yankees should do to improve the team and what the Phillies can do to improve their team and what the Mets can do to improve their team. And I'm going to click a page, and we're going to play a little game called Riddle Me This. The New York Yankees, for example, are 47 and 47. They've looked very, very old this season. And without Tanaka, they would be dead in the water. And guess what, Yankee fans? They don't have Tanaka. And a stat that doesn't get talked about, because in and around New York City or the tri-state area, or up and down the turnpike, wherever you're from, 
the talk is always about how the Mets can't win games at home. How the Mets are terrible at City Field. Well, Yankee fan, explain to me this. Your team is 18-23 and 23 in that wiffle ball stadium in the Bronx. 18 and 23. Yankee fans, explain to me how your team that needs to thrive in that stadium is going to make a run of any kind if they cannot win at home. Explain that to me. I don't care who's in the lineup. I don't care who they trade for. Sabathia is probably done for the season. Tanaka's done for six weeks. The Yankee pitching's been very up and down. There's injuries all over the place. They're old as can be. And Girardi's not doing a great job managing the team either. And yes, some of that is a byproduct of the fact that he's had to try and tinker with some things that he normally wouldn't have to. Or at the very least, coming into the season... He had to try some things that I don't think he expected he had to. The Yankees are 47 and 47. I didn't think they'd win 85 games. Right now, barring some kind of, you know, big time run in the second half, they're not going to get the 85. Barring some kind of unforeseen miracle, their pitching staff is not going to help them get to 85. Barring some kind of turnaround at home, they're not going to get to 85 and 85. What moves out there are there for the Yankees to make? I don't think there's one. The Yankees don't have the prospects to go get a guy like Cargo. They're not in the market for a tool whiskey. There's not the guy out there as a Yankee fan that you could pinpoint that's going to put this team over the top, that's going to get this team over the hump, over the Orioles, in contention. There's not that player out there, folks. You may need to get ready to hear the words Yankees are done. I'm going to sit here, and they're five games back. They're five in the lost column. The Orioles are playing well. My World Series pick, by the way, just for the record. We'll go back to my predictions from, from March in a minute. The Baltimore Orioles are 52-42. And they've been on what I like to call the upswing, the uptick. The New York Yankees most certainly have not. The Yankees are in third place. The Yankees have a negative 37 run differential. And yes, I do care about that stat. I think that what Oakland is doing in the West with their run differential at 145 is one of the most incredible things I've seen. July 17th, 2014, I, John Corey, with my hand in the air, 
I will say it loud, and I will say it proud. Your Bronx Bombers, your boys in pinstripes, the greatest organization in baseball history, will not see the postseason in the year 2014. And Derek Jeter will go out with the same thud as the old Yankee Stadium went out. And that is without a playoff game. That is without a playoff berth. That is without the bright lights of October. That's without the fanfare of October. And you're going to send your captain off into the sunset as quietly as ever. Now, I'm going to take my first break of the show. But when I come back, I'll get into the Mets and the Phillies. I'll recap my uh, preseason predictions, and we'll go back and look at my crystal ball. All coming up next. God, it feels good to be back. It is the MTR Morning Throwdown. If you want to call into the show, 609-9100-MTR, 609-910-0687. Don't forget to hit me on the Twitter, at John underscore Corey. That's at John underscore Corey on Twitter. Did you miss me, folks? I doubt you did. I doubt you did. Back in a minute, this is mtrradio.com. Are you searching for something different for your child's education? Consider Atlantic Christian School, where faith and quality education meet. Listen to what one of our students has to say about their experience at ACS. Atlantic Christian School is a place where teachers and students work together, creating a caring environment to learn and study based on the truth of the Word of God. Atlantic Christian is a wonderful school for your child to go to because the school has much to offer in training students to use the specific talents God has given them. This school may be small in size, but their heart makes it unique and loving to any student that wishes to attend. Come learn about our new lower tuition rates at our open house every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at 391 Zion Road in Harbor Township or enroll today. Visit us on the web at acseht.org or call 653-1199. Atlantic Christian School, where character, Christ, and community count. MTR. Not sure what you want to eat? An omelet works anytime. How about a golden brown waffle with warm syrup? Augie's Omelet Waffle House and Grill is an Ocean City tradition since 1991. They're open year-round at 9th Street and Atlantic Avenue, just steps off the famous Ocean City Boardwalk. Augie serves an affordable and expansive breakfast, lunch, seniors, and kids menu all day long. They know how to put a happy smile on everyone's face. Visit our website at augiesocnj.com or give us a call, 609-391-0222. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and come visit us in person at 9th Street and Atlantic Avenue, just steps of the famous Ocean City Boardwalk. Also visit Augie's Doggies in Smithville, 609-391-0222 and augiesocnj.com. More than omelets, breakfast, and brunch, it's happiness served on a platter. 
Back on the morning throwdown, John Corey back here with you. 609-9100-MCR, 609-910-0687. Want to hear from you on this beautiful Thursday morning. We'll switch over from the old, decrepit New York Yankees to the young and decrepit New York Mets who come off the All-Star break with a series in San Diego. Not much going on right now in terms of the Mets. I mean, there's rumors that they got Cologne on the block. Yippee. There's the thought that they're trying to find a a productive, power-hitting outfielder. I'll say it again. If you're the New York Mets, and you're Sandy Alderson, who, who has no plan, mind you, he still has no plan. Just, just in case you were wondering, Sandy Alderson has no plan for this organization. But I digress for a minute. If you have six outfielders on your roster and you're trying to find an upgrade from the six that you have, then maybe you shouldn't have six on your roster. It's the old adage in football. If you have three quarterbacks, then you have none. The Mets have six outfielders and they really have two. Granderson and Lagaris should be starting in center and right. And left field right now, as far as I'm concerned, is a complete and utter crapshoot. I mean, Chris Young, he's either going to strike out five times or hit a home run. Eric Young, listen, Eric Young is a good player to have on your bench. But what Terry Collins cannot get out of his system is that he feels the need to start Eric Young any and all chances that he gets. Offensively, the Mets are... I don't know how to equate it, but really offensively, the Mets are like an old man without his Viagra. Every once in a while, something will shoot up. But for the most part, this offense is limp. And that's what I see from this team right now. I see a team that's played better as of late. They've won eight of their last ten. But the problem I have with this team, at five games under five hundred, is don't sit here and tell me that they're in contention. They're eight games back in the loss column. Don't tell me they're in contention. Not in a a National League that has six, seven, eight teams above them. If the Mets want to make the playoffs, they have to get by five different teams.
teams such as the Reds who have finally gotten off off the off the bed here. They've gotten off the mat. The Reds, my other World Series pick, have gotten off the mat. They've won seven of their last ten going into the break. They are now one and a half back in the Central. The Pirates are making a run. They're three and a half back in the Central. The Brewers have come back to earth. This should not surprise anybody. The Cardinals are kind of keeping the pace. You look in the East. The Braves are kind of just willing away. The Nationals are really starting to show something for once. Matt Williams has the team playing well. How are the Mets catching any of the teams I just mentioned? They look in the West. The Dodgers are starting their midseason climb again. They've overtaken the Giants for first place. The Giants have come back to earth a little bit. The Mets are not a better team than the San Francisco Giants. I don't care who the Mets go get. Listen, you can call into the show. And you can give me some ideas for the Mets. But who are you trading? Are you trading Syndergaard? Are you trading Darno? Are you trading Travis Darno? The same Travis Darno that's come back from AAA and, and hit the cover off the ball? There's no way. Are you trading Ligaris? Are you trading Murphy? I mean, I want to I want to know how you're making this team better. We can talk about the Mets contending if and when they get back to 500. But as they sit there at 45 and 50, and I'm the guy that said the Mets will win 85 games this year. Are the Mets going 40 and 27 in the second half? Are the Mets going 40 and 27? Because that's what it's going to take to get the 85 wins. Now, if you're telling me the Mets can get the 85 wins, A, wow. B, wow. What 85 equals, 85 equals contention. 85 equals meaningful September games. 85 means a chance at both the division and the wild card. 85 gets the Met fan something to really get excited about. 85 is something I, as a Met fan, was shooting for back in March because I thought this team was ready to take a step. I thought Chris Young wouldn't be what he's been. I thought David Wright would have a better year. I thought Murphy would be good, but not this good. I just saw something in the tea leaves that the Mets were going to get to 85, and it must have been the, the spiked Kool-Aid I was drinking that day. Because that's the only way the Mets are getting the 85 wins. And for now on, when I make these predictions, please take the spiked Kool-Aid away from me. Speaking of spiked Kool-Aid, let's shoot on down to Philly. Dear Philadelphia Philly fan, some of you are realists. Some of you are the Bill Zeltmans of the world. Some of you understand that your season is over and you need to regroup and retool and replan for moving forward. But there's others out there that have lost their freaking mind. Your Phillies 
are playing eh baseball. And I'll give you the same example I give the Yankees. If the Phillies aren't going to win their home games, how in the hell are the Phillies going to win? They're 19-29 and 29 at Citizens Bank Ballpark. Philly fans, we're going to play a little game. If and when the Phillies get back to 500 at home, then you are allowed to speak about the Philadelphia Phillies to me. Until then, you are not allowed as Philly fan nation, or whatever the hell you want to call it, the, the fanatical Phillies, Philly nation, a bunch, of, a bunch of Philly faces, whatever you want to call it. Until the Phillies get back to 500 at home, the only time I want to hear the word Phillies on this show is if I'm making a joke about them. Dear Philly fan, you're delusional! Do not do all radio hosts in the world a favor. Do not go on any of their shows and talk about what's going to happen if Ryan Howard gets hot or Utley gets hot or if Jimmy Rollins takes the fountain of youth pill or if Cole Hamill starts throwing lights out. Do not come on any of these radio shows and talk about this because if you come on mine, I'm hanging up on you. As quick as the Philadelphia Philly fan was eager to come in, and rightfully so, eager to beat down the Met fan for watching the Mets collapse, for going through everything that happened seven years ago, is as quickly as I want to see this Philly fan base go quietly into their drunken stupor as they wait for the next disappointment, which is going to be Philadelphia Eagles football. Philly fans, you are free to go to happy hour. You are free to get as drunk and disorderly as you like. Please leave the sane sports fans alone. We will see you in September when we start talking about your Eagles and how bad they're going to be this year. Until then, Philly fan, I'll see you later. Six zero nine nine one zero zero six eight seven six zero nine ninety one hundred MTR. If you want to call into the show, I want to look back because I made my predictions in March, and I kind of want to filter through to see where I'm at in terms of how right I am at the All Star break and how well awful I am. And we'll start in the American League. And you want to talk about a, a, a division where I could not have been more wrong? The American League West. I never thought that the Texas Rangers would take the nosedive that they did. And I never thought the Oakland A's would be able to have back-to-back -back seasons like they've had. But the Rangers, who are in last place, I predicted to finish first. Great job out of me. Angels in second. Pretty much have that one on the head. A's I had in third, Mariners in fourth, and I also put a side note that Cano wouldn't be good. Well, Cano's been okay, 
and the Mariners have been good. You'll go to the Central, and the Central, you know, the Central's a mess to begin with, you know, but the Tigers have really taken control of this division this year. At times, it looked like that the Tigers were going to play to the competition and then pull away at the end. I had the Indians winning the division this year. No such luck. Indians in third place, way out of things at this point. Nine back in the loss column and nowhere to be found. Detroit, who I had finishing second, is way ahead. Kansas City, I had finishing third. I had them finishing third. And the White Sox and Twins are rounding it out. In the East, the East is where I've done pretty good. I had the Orioles winning the division. And the Orioles right now are rewarding me in first place. The Blue Jays, who I've been on the last two years, decide to finally play this year. I had them finishing in last place. And I also had them doing a fire sale midseason, none of which looks like it's going to happen. If anything, the Blue Jays may try to add, not sell. I had the Yankees finishing third, pretty much dead on there right now. And I had the Rays finishing fourth, pretty much dead on there. I had the wild card teams of the Red Sox and the Angels. I look good with the Angels. I look terrible with the Red Sox. My American League champion was the Orioles. That's going to be tough for them, but I still have a shot. In the East, in the National League, Braves and Nats, I had 1-2. Braves and Nats are 1-2 in the, in the National League East. I had the Mets third. As you hear my co-host, I had the Mets third, winning 85 games. The Mets are in third, probably not going to win 85. Phillies and Marlins, I had 4-5. Phillies and Marlins are kind of jockeying back and forth for last place. In the Central, I had the Reds winning the division. Still very much in the realm of possibility. I had the Cardinals finishing second. Again, very possible. Pirates finishing third. Again, very possible. Cubs I had finishing fourth. Not going to happen this year. And I had the Brewers in last which I'm clearly going to be wrong about. But I'm not that upset with my picks from the Central. And I'm not upset with my picks in the West either. The National League I did a pretty good job with. Dodgers in first, Giants in second, D-backs in third, Padres and Rockies to round it out. The only problem there is those three teams are pretty much interchangeable. I did a pretty good job there. So the National League, I was pretty well on about. I had the National League champion as the Dodgers. Hey, very much in the realm of possibility when you have that pitching staff. I had the Nationals and Cardinals as the wild card teams. Also looks good there. As for my over-unders, well, let's go to my MVPs. AL MVP, Mike Trout, boy, you could put that every year, and that could be a safe pick. NL MVP, not going to happen. Joey Votto, not so much. AL Cy Young, John Lester, probably not going to happen. NL Cy Young, Clayton Kershaw, pretty much a lock. Now, here's where things get tricky. I had the Tigers at 89.5. I'm sorry, I had the Tigers in my over-unders as 89.5 under. That right now is in jeopardy. Mets 73 and a half over. I should win that one. 
I had the Mariners under 81.5. That's going to be close. I had the Angels over 86.5. That's going to be close. Indians over 80, also going to be close. Reds over 84.5. All my over-unders are in play. So I'm very happy with my preseason predictions, how they've worked out here at the All-Star break. But you Philly fans have just got to stop. I mean, just please, stop. Please, I'm begging you, just stop. Go away. Have a nice day. It's a wrap for you. I'll see you next year. Two segments in, am I making anybody mad yet? Am I pissing anybody off yet? Because that's the idea. God, it's good to be back. 609-910-0687, 609-9100-MTR. This is the MTR Morning Throwdown. When I come back, I will review what was in my crystal ball. And I'll tell you what's coming up next. Oh, after this message, this is the Morning Throwdown on MTR Radio. Com. Spring is upon us, and as the flowers begin to bloom and the grass grows in, who better to take care of all your landscaping needs than our friends at TNC Landscaping, the premier full-service landscaping company in the Burlington County area. Services include full lawn care, landscape creation, tree service, and manscaping. That's for you, James. TNC has experienced landscapers and guarantee clean and prompt service. TNZ is fully insured and licensed with the state of New Jersey for full pesticide use. With over 20 years of experience with both residential and commercial properties, TNZ is the place to go. Don't trust your landscaping to just anyone with a mower. TNZ offers a wealth of experience and expertise at the same prices as the inexperienced landscapers out there. So call today, 609-332-5533. That's 609-332-5533. Or visit tnzlandscaping.com. And be sure to follow them on Facebook and Twitter. TNZ Landscaping, 609-332-5533. Or tnzlandscaping.com. Have you been thinking about household renovations? Why not come down to Princeton Kitchen and Cabinet located here by Plainsboro, New Jersey? We offer a wide range of goods and services for the interior. We have solid wood cabinets as well as carpets and hardwood flooring from the top brands at competitive prices. Get a new set of 10 by 10 kitchen cabinets for just $1,500. Solid wood flooring starts at just $225 per square foot. We provide all installation. Princeton Kitchen and Cabinet also has 10 years of experience in contractor work. If you're looking to finish that basement or redo your bathroom, look no further. We offer all electrical, plumbing, and finishing work at the most competitive prices. We will even come to your home to give you a free estimate. Call 609-378-5952 or learn more at our website at www.princetonkitchen.net. Come visit us at our 660 Plainsboro Road in Plainsboro, New Jersey location. Get all your work done at Princeton Kitchen and Cabinet.
MTR Morning Throwdown back. 18 minutes to play with. The Matty O Show follows me right here on MTRRadio.com. Uh, out of the loop a little bit. Not really sure what's up with the shows before me and after me. But I know Matty O's scheduled to be up next. Uh, not sure what's up with Mets Radio or anything else that's going on. I just kind of jumped on here in a whim. Kind of surprised everybody. <laughs> I wasn't, again, I wasn't expected back for a month. So, they were expected to hear me mid-August. They weren't expected to hear me July 17th. They were not prepared for myself to come back as quickly as I did. And again, thank you for all the support the last couple weeks. Greatly appreciated. I, I feel wonderful. I feel wonderful enough to rant about sports. And rant, I will. You know, it's been a very interesting couple weeks since my surgery. Did a football camp. That was interesting. All the behind-the-scenes stuff that goes with a football camp. That's interesting. And a big shout-out to USA Football. You know, they sent this master trainer. Um, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher his name because I butcher most people's names. You would think somebody on the air that, that broadcast all over the world would do better with names. But Chris Capuzudu, oh my goodness, Chris Capuzudu, you know what? You know it would be a fun game? Me trying to pronounce this name. Chris Capzudo, uh, master trainer from USA Football, came out to our camp last week, um, did a great job with the kids, did a great job with the coaches. I just wanted to give him a quick shout-out. You can follow him on Twitter at CoachCap3. That's at CoachCap3 on Twitter. Uh, give him a follow. He's involved with USA Football, the Heads Up program. And if your youth football league is not involved in, in the Heads Up Football program through USA Football, then you are doing something wrong. You know, do not do what those folks do on Friday Night Tikes. Go to the USA Football website, check out what they offer, check out what they do, and get your league affiliated with them. And speaking of leagues affiliated with them, the Pike Area Youth Athletic League, the registrations for the 2014 season are still open. You can go register online at payoutfootball.com. That's www.payoutfootball.com. Register your child online. Be a part of the only non-travel football league in the tri-state area. So if you're from the Port Jervis or Delaware Valley or Menacing Valley or Stroudsburg or the surrounding school districts, come sign up for Payout, payoutfootball.com. Register online, or you can register at our equipment handout on July 26th and 27th. Join the best youth football organization around. We're affiliated with USA Football. We're a part of the Heads Up program. Our coaches have been taught to teach it, some more than others. But everybody does a great job with the league. We hope to see you there. 26th and 27th equipment handout. Final time to register for the 2014 season. Any questions about the league, 
contact me on Twitter at John underscore Corey, and I'll answer anything I can. Or email me, statusradio at gmail.com. Now, my final show before surgery, I had Chris Soriano on with me. And I went through my crystal ball. And I talked about where the Yankees would be, and I didn't think the Yankees would be in contention. And to be fair, they're still in contention. I didn't think they'd make a big move before the deadline. I'm still not sure they will. But I'll hold off on declaring victory on that one. As for the Mets, I was greatly concerned about the Mets. I didn't think they were ready for a run. I didn't think they would make a big move. And, well, the crystal ball says, ask me again later. Or the magic eight ball in my case. As for basketball, well, I did think that Melo would stay with the Knicks. I'm pleasantly surprised he did. I thought for a while he'd go to Chicago. I thought that the idea of playing alongside Kobe would interest him. I even thought that there was a slim chance that he could end up in Miami with LeBron. But Melo staying for the Knicks, listen, Knicks fans, you don't have to admit it now or later or ever. Thing for the New York Knicks is Carmelo Anthony. If you are buying in to what Phil Jackson is selling, if you are buying in to Derek Fisher as the coach, If you are buying in to the plan that is in place, then you have to be on board with the fact that Melo's back. And you know there's a lot of moves coming. You know there's definitely a lot of tweaks coming to the roster. You know there's going to be growing pains. And what you also know is that the New York Knicks are going for it. This is going to be an Eastern Conference next year that's going to be flipped upside down. The Eastern Conference in the NBA is right for the taking. Now, as for LeBron, well, I damn sure didn't think he was going back to Cleveland and I have to say, I'm pleasantly surprised. But truth be told, he picked the better team. He picked the younger team. He picked the more athletic team. And he picked the team that's going to mesh with his skill set more than the Miami Heat will. The Cavaliers are going to be an up-tempo, athletic, fun, energetic basketball team, and it's going to be led by Irving and LeBron. And right now, the Cleveland Cavaliers are the favorites to win the Eastern Conference. There's no other way to say it. 
And yes, it's very noble that Chris Bosh went back to Miami. It's very noble that he wants to be a leader. But Bosh, Dang, and Wade are not going to get it done. They'll be a playoff team, and they'll be a threat, but they're not going to get it done. And how about the mess with Jason Kidd? You know, I don't remember if I commented on this or not, but how about the mess that is Jason Kidd going to the Bucks? Jason Kidd had the chance to be the most prominent man in the Brooklyn Nets organization over time. He had the chance to be the franchise. And now he will always be known as the selfish, the selfish, you know, ironically enough, he'll be known as one of the most selfish human beings of all time when his skill set was being the most unselfish. But I do think that the East is ready for a, a Broadway revival, a Knicks rebirth. And it's on Melo, it's on Derek Fisher, and it's on Phil Jackson to get it done. These three are now tied together. These three are now tied together, and if they don't get along, if they don't get on the same page, and they don't make things happen in the 2014-15 season, they will all be destroyed starting with numero uno. Now, as I pick up the last few minutes of the show, first I want to give a quick shout-out. Um, I've been at the... Most, I, don't, I don't think I really saw any 11-year-old games, but I've been at the, the 11U and 12U PA State Championships for Cal Ripken up here in the Northeast, um, Northeast PA, uh, by where I'm living. And I saw some great baseball over the weekend. And, yes, I know it's Thursday, as the, as the tournament just reached the semifinals last night. But last night was one of the better not only youth baseball games, but it's one of the better baseball games you'll see. It had excitement, it had good play, and it had good pitching. And the pitchers were phenomenal. And let me just give this kid a shout-out individually. Havison from Brandywine, Cal Ripken. My goodness. He pitched six awesome innings against an awesome team. But Delaware Valley ultimately in the in this bottom of the seventh prevailed. They ultimately got it done. They move on the regional this weekend in Tuckahoe, and then they'll come back and play the PA state championship. Don't get me started. Don't get them started, more importantly. But let me play how it sounded from behind home plate. If you can hear it. 
That was Dean Padone with the game-winning single to give Delaware Valley the 5-4 win. Again, one of the better games you'll see, one of the better games you'll hear. And a big shout-out to 106.9 WYNY, who did a tremendous job calling the games on the radio. And, you know, they gave those parents a lot of thrills. You know, for those of you with kids, you know, if you have multiple you know you guys get split up sometimes. And our league was in a situation where two of the all-star teams were down in the Philadelphia area. The other two were at home playing the state attorneys. And it gave an opportunity to those parents in Philly to hear their kids play on the radio to keep track in real time what was going on. And I had many say what a thrill it was. And all the credit has to go to 106.9 YNY. And Kevin Halpenny and that whole crew, they did a tremendous job getting the games on the air and making those kids feel special. Made all of those kids that were on the radio and knowing that they were going to get interviewed like a pro baseball player, like the guys they see on TV, to see the smiles on their faces was priceless for them. And again, just a big shout out to 1069 Y&Y. They did a tremendous job over the past few days. Uh, not sure if they're following the team to Tuckahoe or not, uh, but hopefully for anyone that can't go, that they will, and they'll continue the great coverage that they provided thus far. As for me, not sure if I'm ready to come back Monday and Thursdays, I know that I'm sitting here four minutes left in the show. I don't feel great. Um, I knew this was going to be a bit of a a trial-type show to kind of ease back into it. So I don't know about Monday. We'll kind of see. We'll play it by ear. The plan right now is to do at least one show a week. I'll promote the hell out of it. It'll either be Monday or Thursday. And we'll kind of go from there. Uh... So I'll be on the morning throwdown as much as possible. I'm sure that now that Mr. Sanfilippo knows that I'm back in the mix, he's going to try to get me in his rotation. So keep an eye out on the Facebook and the Twitter and all that. At John underscore Corey on Twitter. Corey Digital on Facebook. Uh, For all updates regarding what shows I'll be on, what shows I'll be doing, so on and so forth. As for shows that I do outside of this, Status Radio. We'll be back Labor Day weekend. Why, you ask? Eh, a little NFL-themed stuff. No big deal. Status Radio, back for the NFL season. Labor Day weekend. Keep locked in for when that happens. And as for us locally here, the 209 Podcast, the 209 Podcast will have its major regular season debut around August mm, I think the 209 podcast is going to make its debut on Monday, August 11th. So Monday, August 11th, look out for the 209 podcast. They'll be back. They'll be better than ever. And boy, do I got some tricks up my sleeve for that show. So if you're in the Port Jervis or Delaware Valley area, August 11th, put it on your calendar. 
boy, oh boy. That's going to do it for me this morning. Again, thank you so much for the well wishes. So much for the support. It's meant a lot the past couple weeks. You know, I, I feel better than ever. I hope to continue on this path. And, and all jokes aside, you know, shout out to Chris Soriano and Paul Questel. You know, we, we had some great shows the past couple months. I think we had some fun. There will be some other co-hosts kind of mixing in and out of here. That's the morning throwdown setup. That's the way it's going to go. So be on the lookout for some new co-hosts, some new exciting things. But definitely, you know, give them give those guys a follow. Check those guys out what they're doing. You know, they both do a great job. Appreciate all their efforts into the throwdown to this point. But I'll take it from here, fellas. And until Monday, this is John Corey for the MTR Morning Throwdown and everybody at mtrradio.com. I'll see you on the flip side.